By the time the world of movies and the world of education get into the streets of black America, some strange things happen. Because what history and the movies have told the black man is that he's nobody unless he joins the white world. That is not true. Do not believe that. That is dead wrong. They don't discriminate against me because I'm a Christian. They're discriminating against me because I'm black. I grudge them, grudge them on, you know. I threw in my fight for black liberation. And they're my one true warrior. Them I want to try to stop him. But them can't stop the man. Them can't stop Raheem Chabaz. That's why anytime me want to listen to revolutionary liberation vibes, me tune into Necessary Blackness podcast. Me not hear them like a Yaga Yaga podcast them. I be your Necessary Blackness me rock with. Anytime me want your true warrior talking. Check out MCJ, musicculturejournalism.com. Hip-hop is a global movement reaching all aspects of music, culture, and journalism. MCJ is the premier destination for culture-driven video and editorial content around the country. Check out musicculturejournalism.com. Log on today. Elementary Genocide provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. Visit our website at www.elementarygenocide.com. Now available, Elementary Genocide, the School to Prison Pipeline. Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration. And the newest release, Elementary Genocide 3, Academic Holocaust. Log on today to purchase your very own three-set docu-series. Wingy Apparel is the latest fly and revolutionary streetwear to hit the market. Wingy is the outfitters of freedom fighters everywhere. Wingy is a Swahili word that means abundance. No one has ever gone broke by giving. So if you have it in abundance, sharing is better than receiving. Follow us on Instagram at Wingy Apparel. That's at W-I-N-G-I-A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Peace and Black Power family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. Every week, we try to bring you informative conversations on what's happening in the community. We cover everything from politics to health to how we should formulate ourselves as a unified body to fight against racism and white supremacy because that's the number one topic of the hour. You know, right now, black folks, we have white supremacy on the rope. White supremacy is on its deathbed and we have to keep the pressure on them. I see a lot of conversations that's happening online and offline because I'm in the streets and I'm amongst the social justice warriors. So today... I brought someone in to speak to us that is very well versed, politically educated in the movement, the struggle, and he's always on the front line for the liberation of black people. My man, my Conrad, this is about his fourth or fifth time visiting us, Kalanji Changa. What's going on, black man? What up? So, Kalanji, man, we was talking uh, earlier, right? And we're talking about this very popular hashtag, and it has become a catchword, about defunding the police. Now, I know you are a big proponent of 
decentralizing the police department. Real briefly, if you can, in layman terms, can you explain the pros and cons of decentralizing the police department and what is the difference between defunding the police department and decentralizing the police department? Well, with decentralizing, um, you know, the pros, uh, decentralizing itself is a pro. You know what I'm saying? Because we're talking about redistributing the roles and functions of uh, of the police. We're talking about community control of uh, public safety. You know what I mean? We're talking about, uh, you know, implementing a residency clause so that the police would have to live in the community they serve. Putting a, a referendum on a ballot so that folks can decide on whether they want decentralized, what, whether they want to decentralize the police or not. So that, um, you know, they can do things like get rid of the so-called police chief. You know what I mean? And here in Atlanta, the police chief, quote unquote, resigned. But we know that she just transferred roles. So in our situation, we're talking about get rid of the police chief as a whole and put together a board um, that the people can uh, utilize, utilize to uh, fire and hire the police and also uh, be a situation where the community is is in full control and they have a hand in it. We think it's ridiculous that for years we talked about taxpayers, how we pay the police salary. If you pay someone's salary, why wouldn't you have the right to hire a fire? You know what I'm saying? It sounds really ridiculous that you can keep spouting that, but you have no power. You know what I mean? So um, we're talking about creating a system that is ran entirely by the community, where the community can you know, have a, a, a stake in, you know, in, in law enforcement. You know, it's very interesting that you said, you know, giving the power back to the people and allowing oversight where police officers can get fired. Because here in Atlanta, uh, the mayor says that she is recommending. She didn't even say recommending. She says she's calling for the police to be fired. So here in Atlanta, the po- uh, the mayor doesn't even have the power to fire an individual officer who has blatantly committed murder and shot an unarmed citizen. And there's another situation. I don't want to misquote it. I'm not really sure which case it is, but one of the officers that is involved in an office officer-related shooting, actually sits on the review board for police misconduct and accountability. Like, how can you have an officer that's out in society, that's patrolling neighborhoods, that's actually sitting on the police review board? So I think we got to be cognitive of when we have these uh, oversights of police department that it's not former law enforcement agencies or uh, employees, the ex-police chief in Texas that retired, or anybody that uh, is working, even if it's remotely with the police department. It has to be uh, the citizens from uh, that locale that um, should be in control and have the power. We got We have to stop acting like the police you know, aren't a gang. You know what I'm saying? We know that they're, they're the biggest gang in America and we know that they've um, they've committed more murders in our communities than any particular gang. Any gang, pick one. Any particular street organization you name, the police in America have uh, murdered far more people. 
you know, and that that's a, a fact. Uh, we have to remember that, um, you know, I mean, the whole thing about the, the firing, because I keep hearing folks talk about they want this cop fired. Fuck firing them. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing. But we think that, you know, it, it, it the, the police should go by the same laws that an ordinary citizen does. If you murder someone, if you shoot them in the back, then you should be charged. The same amount of time that I would get for murdering someone, they should get for murdering someone. So it's, it shouldn't be, uh, well, you know, they fired him or he's on death duty or absent without leave and all that bullshit. You know, he should be arrested and charged fully. You know what I mean? And we think that the, the, the people should be able to make decisions of that sort. You know what I mean? And not rely on the police unions who are the mafia. The police is, is is the police unions are the mafia and the police themselves, they the they the shooters, they the hitmen. You know what I mean? So um we gotta be careful when we're dealing with these folks because of the fact that they have a quote unquote straight up and down gang mentality. You know what I mean? And and if you there was there was a uh, leaked audio, I'm sure you'll probably put it on, um, where there was a white shirt talking to the 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 pig who who murdered uh, Rayshawn Brooks here in in uh, Atlanta. He when he approached him, he said, uh, "You know, I just want to make sure you are right because of the fact that you know uh, that's 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 what's that's what's important to me." You know, what I'm saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically told him, "You know, you know, I was more concerned with you than this other individual." You know what I'm saying? This brother who's laying in the street. You know what I'm saying? Leaking. You know, this 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 white cop who got his ass whooped, you know what I'm saying? He got his ass whooped and his taser took him from him. You know, they keep replaying this uh th- this body cam footage with uh the brother being under the influence, whatever. Okay, so you know, we know for those of those of us who uh watched it, we know that if you you're familiar with Atlanta, the brother thought he was on one side of town in another county, but he was in a whole other side of town. Okay, cool. So, you know, he was drunk. That's, it appears that he was intoxicated. Cool. You know, that happens. You know, um, they decide they want to lock him up. They try to tase him or whatever. That shit don't work. He flipped both of them, you know, uh, grabbed that taser and ran. They shot him in the back, of course. Now, the ill shit that we was talking about earlier is the fact that not only should policing be decentralized or disbanded as a whole, uh, because of the fact they, they, they're shooting brothers in, in the back, brothers and sisters, and murdering them in cold blood. But the fact that here it is, you're a police officer who's supposed to be in tip-top shape, and you let a drunk man whoop you and your partner's ass, by your own admittance, a, a, a man who you saying is drunk, whoop that ass, take the taser, and outrun you. I mean, what are you good for? You couldn't be all that drunk. No, nah, I mean, shit. I mean, he could be. That just shows you that they're fucking cowards, that they have to, you know, they have to use brute force. They have to attack. Like the situation with the brother um, in Minneapolis, you know, I mean, and, and it's crazy. I'm sitting here over the years. So many brothers and sisters have been murdered that I'm actually forgetting names right now because of the fact that over George thousand, Floyd. Yeah, George Floyd. But over a thousand folks are murdered by the police every year in the United States. That's why I was saying that more people have been murdered by the police department than any one quote unquote gang because of the fact that it, this is this is regular. This is guaranteed. It hasn't been under a thousand kills. The police department hasn't had under a thousand kills in fucking years. You know what I'm saying? Here in the United States, 
I mean, over 10,000 in the last 10 years. You know what I mean? So this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a bunch of cowards, a bunch of uh, fucking derelicts. You look at the situation, like I was saying, like uh, with the brother George Floyd, this motherfucker had his knee in his neck for damn near 10 minutes. Eight minutes, 46 seconds. Eight minutes, 46 seconds. Almost 10 minutes of your knee in this man's neck and you're looking around like a fucking pit bull and you have your, your fucking goons on the side holding people back. Listen. And then it was one officer that was on his chest and one had his legs. So you had three officers right. on this one individual. Well, you know, the thing is, you know, I, I was asked a few days ago about the whole situation with folks burning and throwing bricks and all that. I think that's a good thing. I don't have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck their institutions. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Target. Fuck Starbucks. Fuck Wendy's. All that bullshit because of the fact that they, they're parasites in the community anyway and they sell the people death. Fuck that. You understand what I'm saying? Wendy's don't sell life, motherfucker. There ain't no nutritional nutritional foods coming about that bitch. You know what I mean? So so fuck a Wendy's. You know, they shouldn't have called the police on the brother anyway. You could have woke him up and, and told him to move over to the side of some shit. But anyway, um, these bastards, you know, straight murdered this man, George Floyd. You know what I mean? And, you know, the only problem I have with the with the bricks being thrown and the and the the, the, the burnings, the fire and all that, is just timing. When when the motherfuckers was on his neck, that's when the bricks and the fire are supposed to start it right there. You know what I mean? Those same bricks should have went upside the motherfuckers' heads. That's right. You understand Absolutely. what I'm saying? You know, um, I think that it, it is intelligent for us to start utilizing the the so-called rights. You know what I'm saying? You, the, 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 these amendments, the Second Amendment in particular. You know what I mean? I think that if 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 you're feeling threatened, then you should defend yourself. You know what I mean? By by whatever means, and we have to stop standing around. You know, just. Recording with our fucking cell phone like we're some type of weak cowards. I'm seeing all types of shit happen right now. I'm seeing women getting beat down. I'm seeing men being beat down, murdered. You know, Breonna Taylor in a home, shot dead, coming up in the wrong spot, murdered this woman. You know what I'm saying? These are these are people that are that are our age and, and, and the ages of our children. You know what I mean? I couldn't imagine. And I pray that myself or, or none of none of our comrades or anyone else for that matter has to go through the loss another loss at the hands of these fucking ruthless bastards so we're saying we need to decentralize the police because of the fact that we need community control we need to redistribute the roles and functions of this shit you understand what i'm saying because of the fact that right now as it stands you know they're, they're, they're licensed to kill they're fucking mercenaries in fact I know people run around saying fuck 12. We should say fuck Merc because these motherfuckers are straight mercenaries and they murking us in the fucking street. Absolutely. One of the key things you said when you was talking about um, what's going on with police brutality is there's too many. Yeah, police terrorism. You know what I'm Camera saying? videos. Yeah. With individuals just doing nothing but recording. And... I, I just, you know, sometimes it's just sickening, you know, but what does give me hope is that now, in this day, in this time, there's a righteous raise and indignation amongst street soldiers and, and social justice activists 
And I want to ask you, as a person who is a third-generation freedom fighter, what are your thoughts on today's protests, and why do you think it has built so much momentum? I think that, um, you know, it, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, folks keep saying that they're in the street because of George Floyd. They're not just in the street because of George Floyd. They're in the street because of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. They're in the street because of Ahmaud Arbery. They're in the streets because of uh, Trayvon Martin. They're in the street because of Captain Johnson. They're in the street because of Eleanor Bumpers. They're in the street because of Michael Warren. So many different people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Malice Green, folks from way back in the day up until now who have been murdered by the police. And like they say, it's the straw that broke the camel back, but it's not one straw. It's the million underneath that motherfucker. So the people are tired. They're tired of 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 of, of these uh these these mercenaries they're tired of uh this 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 bitch in the white house uh uh trump you know what i'm saying they're tired of his punk ass they're tired of this 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 goofy ass governor kemp you know what i'm saying they're tired of of keisha they're tired of keisha black ass running interference and just talking about you know you know she pissed off fuck being pissed off come with some with some some solutions and the solution is not the fucking uh Obama's 21st century initiative, uh, 21st century policing initiative. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Obama and fuck that 21st century uh, policing initiative because all that shit is is another uh, reform situation. We don't need reform. We need abolition. We need to tear this motherfucker down and rebuild it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the bottom line. Now, is that me calling for violence? No, I ain't calling for violence. I'm calling for reconstruction and redistribution, motherfucker. That's what I'm calling for. But... The order of the day is we can call for it, we can demand it, or we can take it. So we got to make the decision. And I think defunding the police and decentralizing the police, uh, the two can work hand in hand and, and definitely can be done because I'm of the opinion that Never should a police be called at 12 o'clock at night to remove a homeless person from sleeping in the park. There should be a social service agency that's designated to handle homelessness because they are the ones that can provide him with a home, a shelter, uh, with the mentally ill. There, there is uh, organizations that specifically job is to deal with mental illness. They should be the ones that are called. Not the police. The police have too many jobs, yeah. you know. So um, I, I think that is um, just two of the many roles that we don't need police for. Yeah, I, I think to add on to what you're saying in regards to defunding and decentralizing, we need to also disband and divest. You know what I'm saying? We need total community control. If we're to, I mean, think about this shit right quick, man. You know, we're in a situation right now where our solutions, quote unquote solutions, are not solutions at all. In fact, they're not even, I mean, they're, they're strategies at best. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, folks are quick to talk about, man, well, you know, we 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 just ain't going to spend our money with them. <laughs> Do you really think they give a fuck if you spend their money with you, spend your money with them? Do you really think the motherfuckers who print? The fucking paper who print the goddamn money care if you're going to spend it or not with them. You're going to spend it one way or another. And even if you end up buying black, motherfucker, you still going to pay taxes. 
You understand what I'm saying? You gonna get taxed. It's a pimp whole system. They the pimps. And unfortunately, guess who the hoes are? And they say it's hard out here for a pimp, but it's much rougher on a hoe. So the solutions, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is that we need to start having neighborhood councils, block associations, and start policing our own community. Yes. So that's something that we can do that we don't have to ask nobody permission to do. Right. We can do that amongst ourselves. Yes. Whether or not they decide to defund the police, whether um, they decentralize the police department. And one of the key components before, you know, I know you said that you had to go, and I, and I know it's time of the essence, but um, one of the key things that definitely needs to be done, and we talked about this extensively, is that any police that is patrolling a community or a neighborhood or a township should live within five to ten mile radius. The reason being is because most likely he shops at the same Kroger I do. Most likely he goes to Wells Fargo Bank or I go to Citibank, I mean Citizen Trust, which is a black bank, but we're going to see each other out. He's going to know the members of his community. I doubt very highly he's going to shoot someone in the back in the local Wendy's and then Sunday morning wake up and think he's going to take his family to Kroger. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. So that's why we need them to be not only patrolling the community, but to be a part of the community so we can see that ass. Yeah, so and, and, and even five to ten miles is a little too far. You know what I'm saying? We need your motherfucker in in within a within a, within a one to three mile, one to two mile radius. Oh, that's you know what even, I mean. That's because, even better because our position is like you said. We got to go to the same supermarket, go to the same church, the same um, uh, fucking cleaners, whatever. You know what I mean? We we will see each other, and and if you live in the same neighborhood, you're less likely to. Want to fuck my son up because of the fact that you know that 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 we're neighbors. You understand what I'm saying? So you know, yeah, a residency clause is 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 key. We need to institute autonomous community control public safety councils as well because of the fact that we have to be able to control our public safety. Everything from the fire department to the uh, to the the emergency. Uh, all emergency services, EMS, EMTs, whatever. You know what I mean? We have to be in full control of our destiny. What good is it for us to run around and talk about we living in a quote-unquote free society in a free country if you have absolutely no power and all you have to do is, all you have is uh, resources to give some motherfuckers to brutalize and, and disrespect, disregard you. It's a damn shame that they've gave us this false hope, this illusion you know what I mean? They told us that uh, you have two choices right now. You could vote for Trump or you could vote for Biden. I don't want to vote for either one of their crusty white asses. You understand what I'm saying? Because of the fact that we know that, that both of them are fucking criminals. In fact, let the record reflect. If you check out Biden's track record, his shit is worse than Trump's. Trump just a dumb fuck who's in office right now <laughs> that's, that's coming with his racist, racist rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and uh, you know, emptiness. But unfortunately, you know, that's, that's the American way. We live in a, we, we are governed by some idiots, by some ignorant ass white folks and some Negroes who want to back them, who uphold white supremacy. So at this stage in the game, it's all about getting the power back in the hands of the people. I keep hearing folks out there saying, 
you know, it's the youth's time right now. I agree it is the youth's time to be in the street right now. But it's also that, that time to learn and to be educated and get political education by folks who've been here. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that you don't know how this game go. I was, uh, the first night shit erupted in Atlanta. There was a, a rally, some comrades was putting together. And, uh, you know, I decided to hop on the train. I get off and I'm coming out by the CNN center. And I see, you know, some some young, young bucks, you know, some sisters and whatnot throwing some, uh, some some trash and whatnot at the police car. I said, oh, that's cute. And they like, yeah, we made a move. We made them run, this and that. But I knew at that particular point, I'm like, oh, y'all don't know how these motherfuckers get down. You know what I'm saying? They're going to call for backup because they got a thing called a walkie-talkie or CBNA shit. And they're going to make sure that 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 you're embarrassing them or disrespecting disregard for their goofy asses uh, don't go unchecked. So I'm moving along because I'm trying to get to this other piece. And all of a sudden, I see like 30 uh, pigs on a bike, on bikes, bicycle cops. The motherfuckers, I hear them like, you, you, you go to the left, you to the right, we going down the middle, whatever, so on and so forth. So I'm like, damn, they trying to go vamp on these kids and shit. But I'm trying to keep it moving because I ain't even trying to be caught up in the middle of this dumb shit right now. All of a sudden, you got, after the bike cops, you got another 30, 40 patrol cars coming. They, they rolling deep. So I'm on the phone with one of the comrades, like, yo, where y'all at? We're in Centennial Park. I'm like, yo, they about to vamp on these kids over here. And there was so many youth out there. I mean, it must have been, shit, at that point, eh, must have been about five, 600 at that point. Mm. So I know the police couldn't get with all of them. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm down to do what I need to do, but I'm not just trying to be involved in no goofy shit. I don't know these motherfuckers. They ain't thinking about listening. You know what I mean? They got their own rage. So let them get in where they fit in. No problem. You know what I'm saying? So as I'm moving, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just bananas. So we go out there, do our thing. Later on, you know, we saw the the, the, the proud. Uh, later on, I'm watching the news. See the proud uh, fireworks that went off. The, you know, the nice police car. It looks so good burning. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wow, this is such a, the prettiest police car I've ever seen, you know what I'm saying, with the flames coming out. I thought that was some type of unique pyrotechnique type trick. You know what I'm saying? I just thought it was so awesome. You know what I mean? They, they just burned the police station down in, in Minneapolis. They, they burned some other cars. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Uh, shit, in Mexico, they set a motherfucking police oh, and on fire. So I'm like, wow, this is the season of the Vic. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, we, we are not, I'm not saddened. By, by the chain of events. In fact, this is the moment that many of us have been waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Got now, the listen, before you leave, it's very important because, like you said, you've been doing this. I remember three, four years ago, and in fact, when y'all did the press conference announcing the formulation of that organization, I was out there filming uh, you... Daruba Ben Wahad, uh, Mawali Davis, a couple of other um, freedom fighters was there. And um, I think, uh, what's the brother that did like 34 years? Wasn't he there? Odinga? Oh, not at that one. No, no. He wasn't there at that one. No, no. But I was I was there when he came home. Yeah. I be getting them mixed up. See, we be going to so many different events. But anyway, I say all that to say at that particular day, in that particular time, I filmed y'all and that video reached over a million people. That mm -hmm. video went viral. Yes. And that was 
the formation of the organization called the National Coalition to Combat Police Terrorism. So now, yeah, tell people about that organization, where they can go online, and why it's important that that organization exists. Because I'm telling y'all, don't be out there doing this this game goofy shit that's going on. Get politically educated and get around folks that have studied the strategic tactics, people that had counter-intel pro civilians, them, put them in jail for them to be able to come out and beat their charges, but know how the government get down. These are the people you want to be around. So tell them about this organization, how they could be a part of it. Yeah, so the National Coalition to Combat Police Terrorism, it is a formation that we started back in 2005. It is co-chaired by uh, former Panther Daruba Ben-Wahad and former U.S. Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney. Um, I'm, the coordinator, I'm the national coordinator. Um, you can find out more about it at our, our main piece, which is thepeoplesarmy.org, thepeoplesarmy.org. And basically, we're challenging the police unions. We're challenging the police we're challenging the state as a whole because in the mortal words of Fannie Lou Hamer, we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. So we're not just coming with no fucking empty ass slogans. We ain't talking about hands up, don't shoot. We ain't talking about I can't breathe because we like the motherfucking breathe. You know what I mean? So I'm not be I'm not going to be walking around with a mask on and a shirt to say I can't breathe because that shit don't make no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing no die-ins. We ain't doing none of that bullshit. We, we, we coming with these motherfuckers head on. With, with politics, you know what I'm saying? We're coming with our, um, you know, with a, with a new age practice, you know what I mean? So um, look for us, the National Coalition to Combat Police Terrorism, you know, uh, in a city near you and, and, and you know, start a chapter in your area. But um, we, we will be organizing these streets, you know, to the youth out there, keep up the good work. But at the same time, make sure you get the politics in order because of the fact to be to be mad is one thing to be educated is a whole nother thing. For some people, that may be a little radical for y'all. Um, you have a couple of other organizations that you're affiliated with, with the community movement. No doubt. Um, you have the podcast. Let people know um, about those organizations. Tell them about the podcast and tell them where they can find you at. Yeah, so basically, we are we are nationalists. We're black nationalists. We're pan-Africanists. You know what I'm saying? And we're, we're, we're about that life. So we deal with everything from... Uh, growing our own food, agriculture, to, um, you know, urban survival preparedness, um, education, you know, th the whole nine. We deal with, with with nation building, you know what I mean? And, you know, there's no no soft shoe shit here. And, and we know that some folks think they're radical, you know what I mean? You know, but radical is one thing, but revolutionary is another thing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't be out there like no reactionary uh, doing the same dumb shit that was already done 40, 50 years ago. You know, you have to come with some new and improved shit. And like I said, learn from these OGs because of the fact that, you know, they've been there and done that shit. You know what I mean? Shit. I'm an OG myself and and I'm still young compared to some of my, my OGs. When I say OG, you know what I'm saying? We mean original gorillas. You know what I'm saying? That's what we say. We ain't talking about no original gangsters. We saying original gorillas. So when you hear us use that terminology, that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? We talking about the freedom fighters who put that work in. You know what I mean? So um, with that in mind, I like to say uh, rise in power to Delbert Africa, 
for move. He just transitioned. He was released out the, the dungeons in, in uh, January, January 18th, I believe. And he just transitioned on um, June 15th. He served 42 years in prison as mm, part, mm, part, mm. part of the move nine. He's been out less than six months and he made his transition. So rising power to Del- Delbert Africa, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we're going to keep this movement movement, Mo- keep this movement moving. And as always, I like to end this by saying, fuck the police. You heard it here first on Necessary Blackness Podcast. My name is Raheem Shabazz, and we just finished concluding the interview with Kalanji Changa. So make sure y'all go support that brother. Check out this podcast. Really? Share this podcast. Yes. And remember, man, we're looking for people that are about the liberation of black folks. We ain't looking for nobody that's soft shoe cooning, because if you're about that, man, listen. There's going to be a time where you're going to have to pick sides. In fact, yeah. the time is now. Oh, yeah. That's the beauty of this thing right here. The line of demarcation is being drawn in the sand right now. So you got to decide what side of the fence you on. Don't fuck around and get smacked to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Out here bullshitting. Make sure you're on the right side of history. Peace and black power, family. I see y'all next week, same time, same place. I grudge them, grudge them on, you know. I threw in my fight for black liberation. And him a one true warrior. Them I want to try to stop him. But them can't stop the man. Them can't stop Raheem Shabazz. That's why anytime me want to listen to revolutionary liberation vibes, me tune into Necessary Blackness Podcast. Me not hear them like a Yaga Yaga podcast them. I be your Necessary Blackness me rock with. Anytime me want your true warrior talking. Oh, yeah.